0: Hello everybody! Welcome to the 17th episode of Kami and the Bird. I'm Kami. I'm Taylor. And in today's
1: episode, we are giving a non-spoiler review about the vivid and engaging Shadow and Bone by Leigh
0: Bardugo. Now, Shadow and Bone is a YA high fantasy told through the eyes of protagonist Alina Starkove. The Shadowfold, a never-ending blight of
1: darkness, has long terrorized the country of Ravka. For years, countless soldiers and skiffs have set sail across the colorless sand to reach the other side plagued both by impenetrable shadows and monstrous creatures. Ever since she was young, Alina Starkov has only thought of herself as less than ordinary, and if it weren't for the presence of her best friend Mal, she'd never fit in with the First Army. But when her regiment is assigned to cross the Shadowfold, they are unexpectedly ambushed, and Alina unleashes a power she never knew she had. The truth quickly becomes apparent to both her allies and
0: enemies. She is a sun summoner. Alina Starkove does not think of herself as a Grisha, a master of the small sciences. Ever since she was young, she has been frail and sickly with mainly one motivation to keep her going, staying with Mal. But when the two orphans are torn apart, Alina will have to learn how to rely on herself to bring about the magic that will save the world. So what did you think about Alina as our protagonist? I think Alina was a solid protagonist. I liked her overall arc. I like where she began and when she where she ended. In the beginning, she is she describes herself at least as someone who is thin and sickly, who doesn't have much of an appetite, who feels like she doesn't belong. And so I think that's a very relatable feeling, and I think that helps to shape the story because I think we've all at one point probably felt like that. Not the loss of appetite. <laughs> <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> uh-uh. But like I think at one point we've all felt a little bit lost in where we think we belong.
1: It's true. For me, Elena was a very stable character. She was very consistent in her doubts and her beliefs. Like there is there was there isn't like some overarching characteristic about her. That I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's Alina. You know? But she did like, with the fast pace of the book, like she did carry it through with her character. Like, I did like her. She's not like my absolute favorite protagonist of all time, but I did like her.
0: I think what I know with Alina is more so her experiences rather than who she is, if that makes sense. Her memories were her.
1: Yeah, it was like... Her things like her will, her determination, her memories, those are the kinds of things that shaped her as a character.
0: More so than any reactions or any other specific traits.
1: Yeah. Shadow and Bone takes place in Russia-inspired Ravka, a country split apart by the Shadowfold, ruled by an incompetent king. The mere existence of the Grisha has the surrounding lands at war, for not every person accepts their power.
0: I thought this setting was very vivid. I liked how it was Russia influenced, but it was also its own. And we talked about, you mentioned this earlier before we recorded, but how Lady Bardugo kind of took the fundamentals of Russian folklore and Russian culture and then built her own world out of it. And I do think that though you do get a taste of Russia, it is still different.
1: Yeah, it, it is its own world, but you do have, like, the familiarity of, you know, Russia. Like, what you know of, like, Russian names and, like, the clothes and everything. I personally really liked the setting because it was very original. Like, I've, I haven't seen a setting like that in YA. Partly because it is Russia-inspired. I just, like, you don't really see that very often. But also just, like, the way that the magic works and like the colors associated with it. Like, I never would have thought red, purple, and blue would be like colors that went together. But like, it matches the story very well.
0: The aesthetic is powerful.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's very, and also just the way that Leigh Bardugo just writes it, just like writes the setting. Like, you can really, you can picture it really well in your
0: mind. What I liked most about the setting is that each different place that was introduced really stuck in my mind and they didn't bleed together. Like, one setting did not become another setting. They were all very separate and distinct. You weren't
1: confused about where the peop- where the characters were during the story.
0: Yeah, like, I, for one moment I was never like, wait, where are we? Are we here? Are we there? Wait, which, what does that one look like again? No, it was very certain. Mm-hmm. Leopard Bardugo did a good job with her setting. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fun setting to explore, too.
1: It's one... It's not necessarily an open world one, but it's one that could become an open world. Mm-hmm. It's almost like this book is kind of a gateway to it. Exactly. For writing style, I think Le Bardugo had a really great flow in her writing. She was like, there wasn't really a moment where I kind of had to stop and be like, wait, there's like a lull. Like there's not the pacing's weird here or there's this awkward pause or anything like, the whole story just flowed kind of linearly. That's not a word. It could become one, though. <laughs> <laughs> the whole story just, like, flowed in its process. because Partly because of the setting and everything and her characters. But it was also the, just, like, the way that she wrote her characters. The way that she wrote her settings. And how she kind of, like, intertwined all of that with, like, the action and everything. She's just... I wouldn't say that Leigh Bardugo has a very distinct style of writing, but it's one that matches really well to her story.
0: Almost like it's not about necessarily having the most distinct voice, rather just telling the best story. Yes. Mm. What I liked the most about Leigh Bardugo's writing style is that the story wasn't being slowed down by explanation. There were only, like, two paragraphs I could recall throughout the entire story where it was explaining something to me. The first one is in, like, the first two pages about the Shadowfold, and then I can't remember exactly what the second one was, but everything else you learned as you went. You weren't having to be told things. The pacing wasn't being disrupted by, oh, for those who didn't know, this was this and this and this and this and this and da-da-da. like, there was... You were learning the background information at the same time as you were learning and progressing with the story, which I really like because I really hate when things are stalled just to get information across that I think can be done in a different way. And I think she does a really good job of that. I think if you like more fast-paced stories, then Leigh Bardugo's voice is a really good one for you because she does have like a very fast, strong, steady beat that she keeps to. Like, everything's always going. There's no stall. There's no stop. Now, with that, I think there's pros and cons. I think it's great because you have a really good pacing throughout the book. And I think it does give it that adventure sense. But also, sometimes, too, some scenes went at such a speed that they didn't feel as important as I think they should have felt. Oh. Like, it was breezed through so easily that it, it's not like it didn't have a consequence, but it just didn't seem to have as much of an impact.
1: It wasn't as memorable as some other ones.
0: hmm Here are a list of things that if you like these things, then you should definitely read this book. If you like, Keftas, Hot Villains, Russian Folklore, Male Best Friend Love Interests, Butter Week, Science Slash Magic, S- Secluded Makeouts, Ex mercenary trainers who are secret softies. Adventure. Stags. Never-ending
1: darkness. Light shows. Orphans. Love triangles. Royalty slash
0: court life. Then you will definitely love this book. Check it out. It's a guarantee. Well, actually, I, I don't know if it is a guarantee. It's probably, it's probably. It's like, probably. We're funny. We're we're <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to humor you. <laughs> Laugh. So, Kami, based on our unique scale of 1 to 7, 1 being literal trash and 7 being fangirl mania, what would you rate Shadow and Bone by Lady Bardugo? I would put Shadow and
1: Bone at a 5.35. Oh! <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> Is that allowed? I- <laughs> 5 point three five so between feeling myself my shelf and it was literary, I put it here because I liked the story. I liked the premise and the setting and the writing style and everything so I, I liked almost everything, but it wasn't all
0: consuming. Mm.
1: like I didn't just completely devour the book, but it, it was it's a very solid book to read.
0: yeah. I think solid's a really good way to describe it. Um, I was going to rate the book a 5.4. Ooh. I will raise your .35 <laughs> <laughs> to a 4. <laughs> because I do think this book is really solid. I think that the characters are steady and consistent. I think the world is interesting. I could easily see how one would get enraptured with this world that this book could open up into. But like you said, I just wasn't wholly immediately taken with it. And I think one of the reasons why is that I wish that Alina made a little bit more of her own decisions. Because sometimes it felt like the story was being guided by the story rather than her. Oh, like the story was carrying the protagonist. Well, in the sense that... Other people were making decisions for her that I felt like she could have made. Now, now I understand, like, in some cases, yeah, some decisions are forced or da-da-da. I just wish that at certain times she took more charge of things.
1: Thank you so much for joining us on Cueing the Bird for our book recommendation episode
0: about Shadow and Bone by Leigh Bardugo. We hope that you'll join us in our upcoming episodes. If you enjoyed our content, don't be afraid to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media. On both Twitter and Instagram, we go by the handle at Kiwi the Bird. We hope you liked today's recommendation. Join us for our
1: upcoming book discussion episode where we go into spoilers and details about Shadow and Bone. And,
0: and remember, remember, like a library, at KiwiandtheBird,
1: Kiwi shh, happens. If you made
0: it this far, get ready for some bloopers. Shadowbone is a why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is. It was just like it was like God talking to you. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, what <laughs> I do? <laughs> I love a pet! Star cove. Star-Col- Star cove. Okay, cove, 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 cove. Col- Adam's apple. Where's Eve's? Oh shit. <laughs> How do we always get into weird Bible <laughs> stories? It's the funniest part is that we both barely know anything about that. It. So it's just us guessing at what happened. Honestly, we make a lot of biblical and a lot of vibe reference
1: references.
0: Yeah. And they often intertwine. And Titanic. I can't say anything. I have bookworm integrity. Am I oh, sure. gonna? If one person will not, will take me. I maybe
1: will if you push me a little. <laughs> <laughs> For years, countless soldiers and skiffs have set sail
0: across the colors. <laughs> to be fair, colorless. Colorless. <laughs> <laughs> what if every time she walked into a room, it's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then every time she leaves. Oh. I feel like the people who know her just be like, oh, I can't deal with you right now. <laughs> they just hear, oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I have seen so much about it online. I was like, hey, 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 we did that first year, buddy. <laughs> Grogu.
1: Oh, I thought his name was Gergov. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs>
0: Wait, what? I don't know.
1: Gergov? I was like, I was like, I can't say his name because I don't think that this is right. But I
0: was like, it has a double G in there. <laughs> That was such a peaceful tone at first. I was like, oh. I was like mm-hmm. I'm being incubated. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you associate peaceful with incubation? The womb! <laughs> the shit is so powerful! <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> Pitch it. Pitch it. <laughs>